cash flow is queen. It is literally the secret on how to get rich in real estate investing in rental properties. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Realty Talks with Taiyi podcast show. This is your host, Taiyi. That's T-I-Y-E. Hello, hello, everyone. It feels like forever again since I have been in your ears on your radio. I was going to say stereo and date myself, even though I'm not that old. But I just feel like it has been decades with so much going on from the pandemic to these wildfires to homeschooling because of a result of all of this to random deaths and power outages like it's just craziness mad craziness right now so I am so happy at least to be back and to be better than ever in the midst of so much going on I am still alive I am still well and like I heard a very cool saying say I am still on this side of the dirt um Actually, even one of my students, I believe now that I'm thinking about it, said that. So I am so excited that that is my reality because Lord knows I do not want it to be any other way. I still have too much to do, too much going on and too much to learn to be doing all of that you know, exiting off the face of the earth. But anyways, we are here to talk about real estate and real estate investing with the market fluctuating up and down with stocks going up one day down the next. So much ambiguity in different asset classes right now that people are getting very scared and nervous about where to place their money and rightfully so. But the one thing, the one thing I am absolutely 110% confident about is that placing your money in real estate right now is not only smart, it's imperative. The government is throwing all kinds of warning flags to people saving money in banks like, hey, we just dropped the interest rate to, I don't know, almost nothing. That means we want you to get your money out of the banks because we actually make money when people borrow from us, not when people save with us. Right. So there's this huge paradigm shift going on again. It's happened before and now it's back to not haunt us, but help us. So we need you. I need you to understand the immense power and leverage right now in why you should be buying a home even during this pandemic. So that's our topic today that we're gonna talk about is the seven reasons you should be buying a home, if not homes, during this pandemic. We all know that the home buying process can, I'm not gonna lie, seem super complicated, overly complicated sometimes, depending on who you're working with, or if you're doing it on your own. But if you actually take things in more of a methodical and systematic, like step-by-step process, you'll soon be holding the keys to your own home. So first, you do need to know how and kind of like um, where to begin, right? And so through this episode, I want to answer all of those questions for you, not in depth, but from a high, at least 50 feet overview um, so that you can have that information as armor in, in deciding whether or not you are actually ready to buy a home, whether it be a home to live in as your primary residence, a second home that you visit half the year or less, or 
a strictly investment property. Like with all of the different options and details involved, you should actually have a knowledgeable professional there to kind of hold your hand and navigate you through every step of the way. But also so that you are armed and clothed with this information um, as initial knowledge that you will actually need to fully understand at least, like I said, the basics without going in blind. Of course, it always helps to have a mentor, a coach, a person who is experienced and kind of walk that walk already for you, but you want to come to the table with at least the bargaining chip of the basics. Okay, and that's what I want you guys to take away from this episode and understand. And starting from, you know, the start square, right? You have to start with knowing and understanding your credit. No matter if you're on the investment side or on the traditional side of real estate and purchasing properties, you have to understand that credit does play a part. No matter how big of a part, it does play a part in both, depending on the depth that you go. So it is important to understand that overall importance of credit and how it actually affects you when you're buying a home. Now, with a few clicks of a few buttons, you can actually find out what your credit score is and then discuss what it says, the results of that um, credit score with your lenders. You can also get a free copy of your credit report once per year, at least for free. It's a mortgage credit report for mortgage purposes from all three credit bureaus. And then once you kind of review that, even with the help of a professional, I would recommend, then you can ask them how to go about actually correcting any errors that you may find. And trust me, you will find errors. If you're living and breathing for any length of time on this planet, usually the the system are full of uh, humans running those systems at credit bureaus and human error is real. So you will find those mistakes. Now, the key is not getting turned off or freaked out about it. It's just getting an understanding and clarity about it and then resolving it if you have to, right? So if you have not so great credit, you should also work with a credit repair expert who can actually help you repair your damaged credit and put you back on the right path, back in the game, back to be financeable, meaning able to get money from banks that you can leverage into purchasing real estate. Now, you can also like familiarize yourself with these excellent rent to own programs that are actually available that are super beneficial to you during your transition if you do again fall into that bracket of not so great credit. Even if you do have good credit, these rent to own programs may still be a viable and even better option. Now, if you don't understand what they are, I need you to get from out of whatever rock you're living in and come to this planet Earth one time because rent to own programs have been around for actually quite a long time. So what it means in a nutshell is basically like if you aren't ready um, just yet to purchase a property, then you can really benefit from going through these programs because they were designed for you to help renters that have credit issues to legitly be able to still qualify to own a property, even those of you who may not be able to yet qualify for a mortgage or you don't maybe have this huge, large lump sum of cash available for the down payment. 
So for example, with one of our companies, we have a real estate investment company called Imperium Enterprise. And through our company, we do offer rent to own programs. And basically what our program allows folks, especially home first time home buyers, is that instead of just maybe paying rent, your rent payment actually applies towards the purchase of a home. Like that is unbelievable value, especially to people who think that they cannot own property just because they have less than perfect credit. So you can literally build equity while repairing your damaged credit to qualify for a mortgage. So you're not feeling some type of way about missing out on time in the process of progressing towards home ownership just because you have this quote unquote setback of less than perfect credit right? It still gives you a foot in the door. It still gives you some action items that you can do right now towards that resolve and kind of double end it while you're at it, right? Now, the second biggest thing that you want to to do is obviously save money on the purchase of your home. Now, every soon-to-be homeowner always welcomes reducing any financial burden of this type of magnitude. It, purchasing a property, let's face it, is like they the records show, it's one of the biggest, if not the biggest purchase that you will make in a lifetime. Now, for some of the women out there, you guys know who I'm talking to, those who go all out on weddings. Like, I don't know. I'm hoping that you're not spending as much on a wedding as you are on a purchase of a property. Even the wedding, if you're just spending, I don't know, maybe 10 and 20 grand on your wedding or less, that can still be a 20% down payment on a property. Just saying, let's put these things into perspective, ladies. Okay, but in all seriousness, you guys definitely want to understand the importance of not counting yourself out, of working with a team of really knowledgeable professionals to really better understand and strategize your wealth strategy around these intricate knowledge uh, milestones of the business of real estate so that they can actually show you step by step again a variety of things that you can do even before during and even after the closing on a property to really help you to save money on the purchase of your home whether it be a home again that you're living in or a prime or a, a investment property but however you decide to do it before anyone can get to saving you money you have to get that mindset piece right and wrapped around really why this is a natural next step for you to take right now, take advantage of right now. If your goal is building wealth, especially if you intend to do so over the long-term time horizon, you must get in the game and get over the hunch of fear, okay? So, My team and I have highlighted like seven top reasons over the years that we've seen that you should actually buy a home that are applicable to right now during this COVID-19 pandemic. So I want to share those with you guys because they have been super valuable for us in understanding kind of the intrinsic and non-intrinsic values of buying a property. Regardless of the purpose, these seven tips will also give you additional reasons to maybe the list or lack of list that you have of why buying a property during a quote unquote down market in real estate makes absolute sense. Okay, so the first reason is because of that overall pride of home ownership. Like the pride of home ownership, let's face it, it is the key reason for wanting your own home. Like 
I'm not going to lie. I remember being a young teenager that was still a teen mom and was like, I want to buy a home. But I wasn't dead set on what type of home and the features and the beauty and the this and the that. I was just like, I want a home. I want to be able to say I have a home because I am buying a home before I'm 20. Like I wanted that storyline because I already had the tainted storyline of teen mom. For you, it might be different or it might be same or similar. Whatever it is, usually taking the pride of saying, hey, I'm a homeowner. That's usually what people want. Not everybody, but but most people. And the reason, like I said, can be for personal reasons, intrinsic value reasons, or just because you like making things pretty, you want to decorate it to your own taste and really enjoy all of the benefits while making a great investment into your future and even your children's future and legacy as well. Right? So that pride of homeownership. The second reason it makes sense is because of appreciation over time. Like real estate is just flat out amazing. Over time, it also has been considered a good investment because of how much it has appreciation of value, even over a one, but ideally two or more years of a time horizon. Now, the effects of leverage can multiply the increase when borrowed funds are actually used to purchase the home. That means you go to a bank, you get money, you put down $20,000, you get a leverage, you get a loan um, to use as leverage of $180,000. Together, that means you have $200,000 to purchase a property or a rental property for passive income, right? Those are borrowed funds, that 180 in that example. And many times the largest investment a person actually owns is their home, which has also been a great hedge against inflation. Now, homeowners really do build equity and can borrow against that equity for a variety of reasons, whether it be home improvements, where it be caring for a sick parent um, or loved one or family or friend, right? It can include college, um, other medical bills that you have. Use it more appropriately instead of to acquire consumer debt, acquire assets that are going to be solid and produce cash flow, whether you're investing in starting a business, investing in an, an existing business or maybe startup of another friend or family member that you do due diligence on and see that that investment would make sense or investing in other property purchases by pulling that appreciated uh, value out of your purchased home and using it to reinvest in purchasing more and more assets. That is going to give you that velocity of money and really speed up your wealth building and cut down on the time it takes to actually get you there. So it's amazing. Appreciation is just the the opposite of depreciation, right? Which is something we can talk about in a later episode. But again, that appreciation over time makes all the sense when it comes to real estate because it gives you that additional income, additional reason, and additional write-off for sure. Number three, the third, the third reason why it makes sense to buy a property right now, for those of you just tuning in, we're talking about the seven reasons today that it makes sense and that you should be buying a home during this COVID-19 pandemic. Number one, again, just as a quick recap, was that pride of home ownership. Number two was the appreciation over time. And number three is income tax purposes. Now, I don't know if you guys know much about mortgages and interest, but qualified mortgage interest and home equity loans are actually deductible 
for income tax purposes. So that means if you literally, like in my earlier example, use 20,000 to invest in a property, get a loan for 180 to purchase a $200,000 property, well, those qualified mortgage interest on that property that you're paying because 80% of every payment that you're making in mortgage payments to the bank is actually going to your interest, not to paying down the principal. Did you know that? Well, it's true if not more, okay? Scary to think about, but actually 100% accurate in regards to being in or around that ballpark. Now, the second uh, side of that is the home equity loans, right? If you have equity in the property, usually over 20 to 30%, then you will qualify usually for a home equity line of credit. Now, those home equity lines of credit are different from home equity loans, but for home equity loans and qualified mortgage interest, they are deductible for income tax purpose. That is giving you a reverse income, right? When you're filing your taxes. So income tax purposes is a huge, huge benefit when it comes to investing in real estate of why it actually makes sense to buy a property in general, but even more so during a pandemic such as the one we're in. Reason number four comes down to that property tax incentive. So just very similar, but not same as number three with income tax purposes for property taxes on a first or a second home, those are actually deductible for income tax purposes as well, right? Which is amazing. That means that it's just giving you another thing to write off and another check to collect at tax time. So who's going to say no to that, right? Now, reason number five is for capital gains being deferred until you're actually ready to upgrade into something bigger and better, or for some reason, if you choose to downgrade. Any homeowner can exclude up to $500,000 of capital gains if they're married and filing jointly, or up to $250,000 if you're actually single or you're just filing separately for homes that have been the taxpayers, yours, principal residents for the previous two years. So that just legit means that if you have owned that property for at least two years and you're single, then you can exclude up to $250,000 in capital gains, right? So that means if you bought the property for $50,000 and that property is now worth $350,000, well, you can actually exclude right off $250,000 of that capital gains. So you that means that it is not able to be taxed. It's not being taxed. It's deferred at least, if not eliminated, right? So again, keeping more money in your pocket, which will keep more money in circulation, which will give you access to that money to be able to do whatever you want. Take a vacation, invest in more properties that you want to purchase, move, move a family member, pay for medical expenses, whatever you want to do. It's your money. You can do whatever you want with that instead of handing it over to Uncle Sam and paying unnecessary tax bills right? Like there's not even an age requirement for taking this this capital gains exclusion, like the quote unquote over 55 rule in the past. No, it's none of that. It's not necessary to purchase a replacement home, whether you're, you know, 18 or 82. It doesn't matter in regards to age. You don't have to be retirement age to take advantage of this type of deduction. Right. And it's necessary to, like I said, to purchase a um, replacement home that is either more expensive than the one you initially purchased or the one that you initially sold. 
Anybody can actually buy a more or less expensive home with no tax consequences, assuming that your gain is less than the allowable amounts. And those amounts mean if you're married or if you're single, if you're separate and filing sing, uh, as head of household, or if you're married, filing together or uh, meaning jointly, all of those different variables will factor into the allowable amount. So you do wanna check with the qualified CPA in regards to those allowable amounts, just to make sure you're you know, not cutting it too close in regards to making yourself ineligible by any means. Okay, so again, like, share, subscribe to this channel, pause it, go back, re-listen to it because this is super valuable information about how to get checks out of real estate bigger than just your cash flow every month, but actually writing off, um, writing off additional deductions and capitalizing and cashing in on additional ways to milk and make money out of a single and then multiple real estate investments when you're buying properties during pandemics. So again, those seven reasons were on reason number six, but just to recap real quick, if you're just tuning in, reason number one to buy a home that you should be buying a home during this pandemic right now is pride of home ownership. Just to say, I, I did that, right? Some of us want that. Number two reason is appreciation over time, being able to capitalize off of that real estate growing in value every year consistently, right? Number three reason is for income tax purposes. Number four reason was for property tax purposes. Number five, that reason was in regards to capital gains being deferred until you're ready to upgrade or even downgrade so you can write off certain allowable amounts in capital gains, the money that you're making, so you're not taxed on it. And reason number six is for preferential tax treatment. Now, what does that mean? Preferential tax treatment on gains that have been made from capital assets held more than one year are permitted by the IRS. That means that you are getting the luxury VIP treatment when it comes to your taxes as long as you hold the property for over one year. Does that mean one year and one day? Yes, it does. Does that mean 13 months instead of 12? Yes, it does. And this is especially important for homeowners with gains in excess of the allowable exclusions like we were talking about in reason number uh, five. If you're, let's say that um, you're single, right? And you have a property, you've held it for over a year. Maybe you've held it for two years. Now you have this $80,000 maybe, um, or let's say more realistic, you have, excuse me, you have a $10,000 gain uh, or you have a $50,000 gain because it has appreciated over time, right? If that's the case, and you have an exclusion that is 250,000, well, you're able to have no tax consequence on that gain within those two years. Now, if you're talking about 10 years, right? And over 10 years, you brought the property for 50 grand, and then now, 10 years later, it's worth 300, let's say 310,000, that's $260,000 worth of capital gains roughly, right? So the exclusion, if you're single, allows you to write off that first 250. Well, what about that residual $10,000? In general, you would perhaps be taxed on that. But if you actually hold on to that property, like I said, for any amount of time over the one year mark, right? Then you get what we're talking about here, which is this preferential luxury VIP tax treatment by the IRS. They look at you more favorably. 
Okay, now reason number seven and the final reason we're going to talk about today in regards to why you should be buying a home, if not homes, and multiple properties during this pandemic is because you want to retire the debt over a period of time. Now, what I mean by that is because mortgage payments include the interest for the time that the money has actually been used and the principal to retire the debt over a period of time. So each month, basically part of the payment is for that principal accumulation, like I was talking about earlier. But that partial payment is only about 20% of the payment going towards your principal. The rest is going towards your interest. So your principal is not being paid down at a super fast, super high rate, but it is being paid down nonetheless, right? So you guys have to understand this importance and what these general basic concepts mean, like at an elementary level, even if it seems like, okay, I have no idea what you're talking about. This is way over my head. Like, I get it. I get it. You're not going to know unless you study and invest in the expertise, that investor expertise to really understand the business that you're in or considering getting into when it comes to real estate investing. Even if you're buying the home as a primary residence, start with the end in mind. If your long-term goal is to actually be able to flip that property into an investment property, we'll start there and start to acquire that investor expertise that you're going to need to look at the deal through when you're purchasing initially through the lens of an investor, not just the average retail home buyer. Because hey, let's face it, property investing is a serious business. Whether you are an experienced investor or you're just beginning, the key to making money in real estate investing really starts with buying right. This is literally the number one mistakes investors make. They don't understand that you make money when you buy a property. And we at our team in regards to Investor Answer University, our online real estate coaching program and platform with mentorship and step-by-step handholding through the process of marketing for deals to acquiring properties all the way up through professional property management and even outsourcing different components in that renovation and or uh, property management process, depending on if you're reselling it or if you're holding on to it for passive income. We help landlords, rehabbers, and even wholesalers all across the state by arming them with the knowledge to make these best decisions so that you are actually ensuring a solid investment. Now, if you want more information in regards to that program and that curriculum, if you want more mentorship, if you want more coaching one-on-one group environment, then definitely send an email in to support at investoranswerU, the letter U, dot com for more information. Now, in regards to working through networks, again, it goes back to that team billing component because accessing a network of real estate and industry professionals is vitally important when you're doing this. You don't want to go at it alone. Real estate is absolutely a team sport. So when you purchase a property, for example, from us and our team at Imperium Enterprise, you're not just buying the house. You're also obtaining access to our entire network of real estate professionals as well. Like we work closely with a network of people in order to provide you or other homeowners, or I'm sorry, soon to be homeowners, with access to the best of the best in the industry 
that is going to become within arm's length for you, right? And to assist you in the home buying process, we often even over leverage our close relationships in order to meet your needs. Again, going back to ensuring that you're making a solid investment. Right. Excuse me. So if you don't know where to begin in getting a loan, then again, that's another reason why you want a team to assist you with selecting the right, not just any, but the right mortgage professionals who have the right access to lenders and know their different variable loan programs. Right. And and can also refer you to local bankers and other mortgage brokers that have actually served um, our clients or other clients or other people that you may know in the past, right? That referral word of mouth business is never to be undervalued. That is definitely something that you want to make sure of and that your mortgage professionals do have a network and they can reach their arms to different lengths as well for you. Now, in regards to having preferred lenders, right? Um, there are no calls to action in regards to, Hey, you have to use this person. And if you do, then this, right? If this, then that, that type of thing. No, but there is a such thing of what's called preferred lenders that a lot of professionals will have mortgage professionals, especially should have so that you are pointed in the right direction, right out of the gate. And you're not, you're cutting down on your learning curve, but also on your research time in regards. Now I'm not saying don't do your own due diligence to find these people or other lenders or to vet out different opportunities for um, mortgage professionals and, and brokers and bankers and things of that nature. But it does help when you have, hey, who have you used? Who do you know, right, that you can put me in contact with so I can get some financing options on the table and be more clear about what the capital commitment from you is going to actually be in order to have you sign on the dotted line to close that deal and take ownership of a property, right? So in regards like to that, you want to make sure that you are working with reputable people, companies, that criterias are simple, they're easy to understand, that you have a basic knowledge um, in regards to, you know, what you're actually venturing to do. Um, You want to make sure that the professionals you're aligning yourself with, that they treat you know, you with the same level of care and service that they would if you had purchased 10 properties, 20 properties from them before, right? You want to make sure that they also maintain good communication with you, that they can't make mistakes, right? They can't make mistakes in processing or underwriting of your loan because then that compromises your position and your ability to maybe even close that deal, right? So you want to make sure you're working with people who are knowledgeable, professional, they know what they are doing. Right. So right now, I want you guys to, if nothing else that you get out of this episode, I want you to be so convinced that, yes, I do want to do this. Now is the time to do so. I want to take the next step to buy a home during this pandemic or at least get some additional information to see how it can be possible for me. Like, I encourage you guys to do that. Reach out to someone today in regards to buying a home. I don't care if it's a realtor, a mortgage professional. I don't care if it's an investor, a company in regards to a coaching program, a mentor, right? Anybody who is doing what you want to do is a good first start just so you can start to weigh your options and do more than listen, research, and learn, but actually implement 
make mistakes so that you learn from them and don't repeat them and then invest a considerable amount of time, energy, and effort into saying, hey, why did I mess up? Where did I go wrong, right? Now, to minimize those errors, right? Not avoid them but or be fearful of making mistakes, but just to minimize them and kind of coat them with some education, I do recommend that you guys reach out to someone and learn something, but also do something today to start the process. Go pull your free mortgage credit report, right? Go do that if you haven't already. Okay, have you done that? We'll check that off of your list. The next thing that you want to do is go look at your bank accounts, okay? Look at how those are doing in regards to how much money you actually have saved, if any, right? How is your credit? If you have pulled it already, go back through it and look at what are some items that do I need to elicit a credit repair agency, right? If you need a recommendation for that, reach out to me. I'm more than happy to provide my resources to you guys as well. I just want you to do something. Something beats nothing any single day of the week, okay? So you guys be happy, healthy, well, and safe. I'm gonna continue buying more properties. Our team is, my husband and I are actually planning a trip next um year 2021 as long as travel restrictions permit um, us to go to St. Thomas and acquire property in the Virgin Islands. Oh, I'm so excited, right? So I definitely am going to still be on the ball. I'm still going to be doing these things. We are going to do it together and I want you to do it as well. So get busy, get busy, get busy. Let me know, like, share, subscribe to this Uh, channel. Let me know in the comments below if you got something out of it, if you're confused by anything, or if heck, you're confused by everything. Now, I'm not going to guarantee you I can break down every single step of the process, but I absolutely can give you enough information without overwhelming you to be able to get you moving, to build that momentum and really store start to build your portfolio of rental real estate for passive income building legacy living but while you're living but also generational wealth to outlive you so you guys do this do this do this please i'm not going to beg you to do it but i'm going to definitely stay on you guys i want you everybody to be able to acquire at least one property over the next 90 days okay so we can even make it a challenge I'm in sign me up for sure because I am doing what I'm preaching and I'm practicing what I'm teaching so on that note I'm gonna go learn me something else read me a good book a couple pages maybe about 10-15 pages or so and I'm gonna call it a day so you guys I encourage to do the same until next time peace and blessings to you all